From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again, back again for another episode. 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 Episode of the Power Move. My name is John Gafford. I am your host. With me, as always, to the left is the Bulgarian mongoose, Colt Amadan. What's going on, guys? The polo assassin. Oh, the polo assassin. Wait. You, you say, won't see me. Wait, wait, wait back, so. up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> the polo assassin. Are we talking about green bottle cologne polo? Because I like that connotation. I mean, um, I are just... Do I not look like I smell like that? Right. I mean, look, we all had as, ki- as kids. The, the did, did, no, did anybody else have like the tester of polo that like you're trying to squeeze the last drop out of when you were like sixth grade or something? I had that blue one. You guys didn't have the blue bottle? The blue bottle. The green one. Oh, huh? the, no, son, I'm old school. They didn't even have blue polo. Yeah, I think I'm wearing bottle. the same cologne as the first bottle of cologne I've ever bought. Are you really? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in case Man. you know who that is, that is the counselor, Chris Connell. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> Living the dream. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Chris, one cologne Connell. No, I had, like, I got, like, it was those always, those knockoff brands. Grandma would get you a four-pack or something, and it just, I yeah. didn't like the designer the designer imposter perfume the designer imposter perfume is what i would have as a kid so when i finally i smelled it one time jean paul Gaultier, i'm like that yeah you know it's funny i I wasted an entire today show segment one time on that because you know when you're i'm I'm doing this interview on the today show and they think that like you you think it's gonna last like time is so compressed on a major on a major television (laughs) network studio time gets compressed and the guy brings up he says something about uh, me looking like vince vaughn and i said yeah that used to be my move when i was single i'd be like i'm like the designer imposter perfume like if you like vince you'll love john because john's obtainable (laughs) You could have yeah, me. I mean, you got no shot at this, but you can have me right now. And that was one of my go-to moves. And yet, literally, before I knew it, before I talked about anything of substance or, or business or importance, so, uh, it was over. And I'm like, did I, really, horseshoe crabs. Yeah, did, did I really just waste an entire segment on national television? But is that wasting? I feel like well, that's wasting. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point, Colt. That's a good point. You know well, that most perfume now is unisex? It is. Yeah. It's what? All, it's all made by the same, like... How is it? Places. I mean, don't you want to smell like a man? How to add what? Do you know what? Let's talk about that. Do you, or would you rather just smell like something phenomenal all day? You're smelling no, it more. I'm smelling You're like smelling a man. It more. Listen, I, smell I want. Like I want to cl- yeah, yeah, Exactly. I want wood chips and biker <laughs> and, and biker. Barbasol. Yeah, I want chain <laughs> grease. I want yeah. Smell like a damn. I don't know. Smell like a man. Oh, the man so smells always want. the same though. It's always are they? What a brindle or a- I, t- I, I will tell you this, ladies. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you want to know how to get a man, if you don't got a man, I'll tell you a secret. Here it is. Because this is how my wife got me. Because I never smelled it before. And I haven't spelled it since. When I first met my wife, as beautiful as she is and as cool as she is, what what really put it over the top, she wore this perfume called Pink Sugar, and then she smelled like cookies. <laughs> and it's over. Y- listen, it's listen over. you want to talk about combining a few of your favorite things? <laughs> they say a way to the man's heart is through his stomach. You roll up on me smelling like cookies. I'm interested. She still wear. It? <laughs> I mean, does she I'm still interested. wear that? Yeah, she does. She's like Chris. She does. I buy it for every Christmas because yeah, I, I want my wife to smell like cookies. My Is wife's wedding perfume yes. was disconnected, discontinued. Hannah Mori number uh-huh. seven or something. Yeah. Hannah Mori, and I love it. Like I like it. Right. Yeah. And it's discontinued, so the only way you can get it now 
it's like five hundred dollars dollars for like a used it's bottle so on eBay. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm that idiot that's like I'm buying it. Fuck it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Look at you though. That's a that's a no, that's a nice thing to do though. No, he's yeah, not giving nice it to his now. wife. He's keeping it from Oh, I just, he just, it he just snorts it. <laughs> he's got it in his car. Dances around like that guy from uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway well, we're not talking about sports well we're not talking about sports we're not, I'd, not I'd smell me <laughs> <laughs> definitely not talking about sports but here's what we are talking about this is our continued series i hope you're enjoying this uh where we kind of talk about uh we break down some some segments uh from my future book that is being crafted right now by myself and we just kind of workshop some stuff here and today i want to talk about something i'm going to do a whole chapter on staying centered because I think this is a major problem with people. I think um, I think maintaining a sense of balance in your life is where a lot of people fail. And in this day and age of social media, where the ego is just fed and fed and fed and fed and fed, feed me, see more, all those things. Yeah. I think it's so important to kind of understand how to stay centered, how to stay, how to stay grounded, how to stay balanced, how to stay humble, how to do those things. And in some cases like the job that we have in real estate, it's hard, man. Cause you got to throw a little flash out there to get mm -hmm. some attention. You know, you got to throw the flash, but it's about not taking it seriously. And, um, and it's funny cause at the same time right now I'm coaching, I'm coaching about, I guess the number is 97 of our agents here. It's still not simply Vegas. Yeah. It's about drop that. Off that there's a, there's a little drop off, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's, they're hanging, they're hanging around there, but I'm That's coaching good. 97 people every day. Um, through a private Facebook group. Other agents here at Simply Vegas that wanted me to mentor them. So I just said, yeah, I'll do it because there's so many of them and I'm doing, just doing it in a very efficient manner. But we were talking about this book, which is Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And I love Ryan Holiday books. So I'll give you a little close up on that. If you're watching this on YouTube, this book right here is awesome because it's all about that. So I want to kind of talk about my thoughts of that. We're going to blend in a little bit of what Ryan says in Ego is the Enemy and just kind of talk about staying balanced. And this is something that in my life I've had times where I have had issues with it, where I've let kind of what I do become, become myself, become my identity. And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have is they start to tie their ego to whatever it is they're doing at the time. And the reality of it is, is what you do will change many times in your life, probably. Unless like, you know, counselor here, like quick question. Here's a good, that's a good question. When you became an attorney, did you think you would get a real estate license because you had a general passion for selling real estate at some point? Yeah, I actually did. You did think that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then that's probably a bad example. Yeah. It was, it's always in the car. Wait a crash. Listen, listen, no, 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 listen, no, no, listen. No, because Colt's job is to crash the podcast in no, 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 no. I don't need to crash in it <laughs> and cookies Be because I'm an economist. Oh, okay. economist of scale. I'm an economist. Like I, I think of things in terms of how much, you know, output can I get from how much input? Yes. And that was always something where I look at it and I go, I'm going to eventually ramp that up. Yeah, that effort. And to this day, I probably should have done it a long time ago because it's been successful for me when I do it. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's just a matter of prioritizing the things that I'm able to monetize better. I waste 80% of my time doing stuff that I don't get paid the way I'd like to get paid by mm -hmm. doing. And then the 20% that provides 98% of my like, you know, income, income, yeah. you know, uh, it's from, it's from that. It's from stuff you enjoy. It's from, it's from, it's from those other things. Well, for me, for me, like <clears> I can <throat> think of two times specifically when I got crushed 
emotionally, mentally, whatever you want to say, because I'd become so much of what I was doing. The first example I'll give you is, is my fraternity in college. Um, when I went to, when I went to a school, I rushed a fraternity my freshman year and as soon as, as soon as I got that pin and got that pledge jersey, man, that was it. Nothing else mattered. Yeah. Class didn't matter. Grades didn't matter. Nothing mattered except for that fraternity. And I lived it, ate it. I mean, I breathed that shit. I was all about it. And the problem with fraternities is, or at least it used to be, I don't know anymore. It seems like now it's getting easier and easier and whatever. But back then, I would always say that the story was, especially at Florida State was if you join a sorority, they're going to make you into what they want you to be. If you join a fraternity, they're going to take what you are and amplify it. And apparently what I was at 18 years old was a giant asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that's what I was. And I was and not only that, but I was an easily swayed, manipulated asshole as well. Because if somebody said, you know what we should do? Yes. (laughs) No matter what that was. And, after I became a brother there, um, the first year I became a brother, I became one of your all-time fucking champion hazers of new pledges, mm. which is something I'm not super proud of. Get but the paddle. It, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it was just what it was. And unfortunately, one of the pledges that I was kind of, if you will, assigned to to, to terrorize at the time, um, nobody liked this pledge ended up getting blackballed, right? He ended up getting kicked out of the fraternity before he become a brother because it wasn't, just, it, nobody liked this kid. Right. This kid was a legacy at this said fraternity. His dad wrote up, wrote an 11 page letter. I think it was to uh SAE nationals. And, um, my name was on every page oh. <laughs> at which point it was coming down, uh, to, there's going to be an investigation of the chapter, blah, blah, blah. Florida State got involved. I mean, all the stuff. And it was kind of the writing was on the wall. And they 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 come to me and they say, look, here's what we got to do. It's just, it's just simply procedural is what we have to do. It's a procedural event where we have to make it look like, you know, we, we investigated it. We had like a hearing and it's no big deal. And then, you know, we're just, we're just going to sweep it and it'll be done. It'll be, it'll be fine. Right? So I go to... Uh, I go to this procedure. I show up at the house. It's like a chapter meeting and everybody's there. And I'm thinking it's going to be a real quick, you know, Hey, did you, what happened? Blah, 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 bro. It was like that scene. Al Pacino. And no, Pacino. it was like that scene from a few good men. It was like the Tom Cruise on the stage. You can't handle the tree. It was I a, take a flame. I mean, this place. It was a straight <laughs> grilling. And I was just shell shocked at which point they're like, okay, well, we need to have a vote to uh, expel you. I'm like, what? Expel from Florida State? No, no, not from Florida State, from the fraternity. And I'm like, what's going on right now? And anyway, so they did a very quick vote and then the votes were destroyed very quickly by a handful of leadership at the fraternity. And they tell me I was booted out and dude, it absolutely demolished me because that be, that had become my whole my whole ego was based sure. in this thing right now moral of the story is in retrospect a couple of things number one i do not fault the powers that be at that time that were running the fraternity for trying to save said fraternity by hanging right. me out to dry I don't, I don't, I don't fault them at all. I'm an 18 year old kid. They're 20 year old kids. They're about to lose their house. I get it. You know what I mean? I I don't, I don't fault them at all. 
the, 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 the good story, the good part of the story is because the, the chapter ended up getting canned for a while anyway, they never sent it in to kick me out. And 20 some odd years later, not even that 30 years later, I guess maybe a couple of years ago, I go meet with a guy, Alex Groman, that was a, one of my fraternity brothers. And, uh, and he said, Hey, I'm in Vegas. I, I got something for you. And I said, sure. What do you got? Cause I, cause I know what it was. I'd reached out to him because I never officially got kicked out and the whole chapter got burned. I didn't really know what happened. So I reached out to him and I said, Hey, you know, my son is, is getting older and he may go, you know, he's going to go to university soon. And at some point he may want to know, am I a legacy somewhere? I just need to know where I stand with SAE national. Like I, I need to know where I stand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the dude came rolling into town and brought me my numbered pledge pen and a new shingle and said, never got filed. You're good. Really? You're good. Yeah, so that was cool. So that ended well, but the but the story was, I had gotten so wrapped up in that one thing, man. It became my ego. Did you? Did you ever think that maybe they were hazing you and as a fake kangaroo court of a fraternity? Uh, maybe uh, the whole thing could be a simulation in the matrix. Oh, maybe you know. got Truman. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It was the, the whole thing. The whole <laughs> Not thing like was. What me and Chris were talking yeah, the, about the, the, the whole the whole thing. The whole thing was terrible. But but I, but again, I think. In an effort or a desire to belong, I mean, you see people that get, you know, codependent in relationships. They get all in on something that they lose themselves in a club, in a relationship, in a job. And I think if you do that, I think you've got to really, if you're in some situation right now where you maybe take pause and say, have I lost myself a little bit in this situation? I think before that rug gets pulled out on you, I think you got to you gotta take a second and take, take inventory of that. And I also think you've got to realize people will hang you out to dry in life. Yeah. Like I think when, yeah. when you sat there and said, Oh, it's not a big deal. Just come in. But you'll get that in a, you'll get that in the corporate world. You'll get that by attorneys. That's why it's, lawyers are here, baby. Yep. Every single uh, car adjuster says, Hey, do you mind if I take a recorded statement of your client? I go, Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You're not happening. Nope. Not doing it. Nope. Never. You know why? It's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Because first off, when everybody's cute like that, oh, do you mind if we do that? Like, yeah, you know what you're doing? Say, hey, do you allow for a recorded statement? It's cute. Like, you know, but don't be cute about it. Get it over. Because why do you think somebody records you? Because well, you, you think later. it's for training purposes. They want evidence later. Yeah, they want evidence later. later. Yeah. Okay, in case you misstate something, any inconsistencies whatsoever they look for. So yep, just and and all of those things. But, but again, yeah, no, to your point, it's um yeah, people will hang you out to dry, and it's the people that come in a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Well, I think you know part of staying centered is part of staying balanced. Again, is not depending like to Kate to Colt's point. Just don't depend too much on others. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my I, I I say it all the time. One of my favorite quotes from a movie. Hans Gruber, <laughs> die hard. No one is coming to help you. <laughs> and if <That's> more <laughs> people, if more people would just understand that. That wasn't Hans Gruber. Yes, it was Hans Gruber. No. Come it, out. I won't touch you. But that, no that's one of the other you. henchmen. That's one of the brothers. Is it? Hans Gruber fell. Ha- no, but Hans, Hans Gru- said that. No, said, Hans's henchman said that he's like, no, I won't hurt you. We have to Google this. Not wasn't it the, it's, the, no, the blonde he's, German he's, guy he's, with he's, the no, detonators? He's talking to him. He says, come out. I won't hang on. Hans Gruber. I'm telling you, we're, I'm see. Now I'm glad at my computer. Here we go live. Right right. While John's going right now, on. I'm hoping know, somebody's it's, yelling. While at the John's radio. doing that, I want to point out this. Um, uh, speaking of that, making something your whole identity and having it taken away mm-hmm. happened at this golf course. I won't say who it was or, or which one, but uh, this individual grabbed one of the staff, one of the female staff, by the arm. Like, hey, I was talking to you or something. Mm-hmm. 
right? Kind of got a little too familiar, a little too comfortable at yeah. the club all the time. Yep. And he got kicked out. Mm-hmm. And now he's like going to other members like, hey, is there any way I can get back in? Like, you I, know, and it's like, it, no, 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 no. First off, don't touch people. Right. Okay? Just mistake. first off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and I know maybe now you, oh, you know, this was happening in my life. Oh, this right. was happening in my life, whatever. But you, you can't yeah. always assume people are going to, you know. Be okay with stuff. Be okay with stuff. So most people are not. They're not going to be. I wouldn't did that to me. No. You know, it would be a Dude, whole different we'd situation. Have a, we'd have so. a problem. And I, I think as an attorney, you probably see that a lot. You see a lot you of, do. oh, it's not a big deal. That wasn't a big deal. No, things are a big deal in life. It, and especially right. work or related, you can't touch somebody. You can't be putting hands on. But, uh, yeah. Dude, can we talk about Die Hard? Can I get not that great of a Can I get not that great of Look at it. It's movie. the scene where he's got the detonators in the backpack, and he's the ho ho ho. Now I have a machine gun guy that died. John, try, like I, I based my whole life on this. No, it's no, not okay. hand said it. It it's was just, one of the brothers. It's like, with, it's with like on Ricky Bobby. He was like, I based my whole life on that quote. I, I was won't drunk hurt when you. I said it. While you are looking it up, it's when we talked about cookies up. today. Let me. John Let will come back after the break. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go down the hall. I'll, 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 I'll give you an apology a good now because I feel like that seconds. I got 45 right. seconds to, while you look that up. You go ahead. When you look at a cookie box and it's like the calories are 360 a cookie, do you go automatically to the largest cookie in there because you think it's <laughs> no, I think they're all pretty uniform. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're, no, I'm telling you. There's some that are bigger That's than others. That's a great others. question, man. That's a great Mentally, question, you're like, that's yeah, I'm thirty three hundred. I think I probably would if I if I ever noticed the size of the square. Now you're going through, right? Yeah. Well, from the because mi- from it, the mind of cult. Well, no, but here's the thing. You know that those a lot of times the calorie stuff, it's all bullshit. Yeah. They're not yeah. well measured. They're not well. Nothing. They're estimated. They're you know that so always go for the biggest thing, thinking, oh well, they're you're all probably basing it on the biggest cookie cult too. So you're probably right. Oh my god. <laughs> You found it? Yeah. John found Tony. out he was wrong. Tony. <laughs> Tony. The fire has been called off, my friend. No, no one, one is, is coming, coming to, to help you. you. You might as well come out and join the others. We I promise hurt. I we won't hurt, hurt you. you. Tony! Oh, Good job, wow. Chris. Wow. I, I don't know which one of these is a clap. <laughs> is there a clap on here? <laughs> Give me my horn. No, you just no. get the, that's the mystery sound. I don't know which one does what. That's amazing. Okay, see, there you go. Living a lie should be the, the topic of today's, today's, today's uh, Being, podcast there, which is apparent ever, versus actual authority. Did you watch the making of that movie? Like, it's pretty the, good. Of that, of Dyer? No, I didn't. But back that's to what we're talking about. Back to, back to staying centered. Back to staying centered. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell well, I'm gonna tell you another I'll tell you another story about my life that, that was that was when I learned this lesson, which is whenever I speak, man, and I try to give little points to out, out to the audience and try to help everybody with what it is. I always I always leave with this one, which is again, don't become what you do. Stay who you are. Because the worst case of me ever doing that was when I was running the Cobalt Lounge in Atlanta, Georgia, which was a very big nightclub, ranked by Esquire magazine, the number one nightclub on the East Coast at one point. Um, and it was a big club. And man, we had every celebrity on the planet rolling through this place. We had Jermaine Dupri's party every Sunday. It was just a crazy thing. And when that place, because a certain NFL player who shall remain nameless decided to come and uh, some people wound up dead and then he wound up in trial for murder in Atlanta, but it nuked that business, nuked it. And uh, ended up going just down like a, a, a tank. And so I lost my gig there. And as we went along about, 
three months later, two months later, after I lost that gig, there was a new club opening up at Midtown. Now, keep in mind, while I had this, while I was running this joint, there was no place in Atlanta that I could not go, and the, and the seas would not part like as for Moses. There, there was not a bill that I had to pay, a line I had to wait in, a table I had to wait for, nothing. I just, everywhere I went, I got the juice everywhere I went. So my buddy's like, oh, this is a new club open up in Midtown. We should go. This is cool. So I go down and we're standing in line. And uh, actually, we're not standing in line. We walk up. There's a big long line around the planet. I'm like, not for me. Yeah. So I go rolling up to the front. There's a guy there that I'd never seen before. I don't know who this person is. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, my name's John. We're at Cobalt, blah, 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 blah. And the guy just looks at me and goes, bro, that club closed like six months ago. It wasn't six months ago. It was like three, but he goes, six months, like six months, like what? Like, how can I help who, you? Like, yeah. how can I help you? You and got nothing dude, for me now. As stupid as that sounds, <laughs> my ego was completely crushed because it, it had gotten completely wound up and not being John anymore, but being John Cobalt th- from Cobalt, John. Cobalt John. Like right now, dude, I'm not simply Vegas John. I'm not Streamline Home Loans John. I'm not Clear Title John. I'm no longer Griffin Chris. Yeah, you're not, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And, and my entire ethos and, and, and ego is based on who I am. <clears throat> right. and, and I think that's so important uh, to what you do. And that's a fine line to draw because you need to be affiliated with what you do, right? Like there's a that's time a- where people need to look at you as John mm-hmm. and think, that's John real estate, yeah. right? That's Chris attorney that, you know, right. so it's a fine line where it's sitting there saying that's who you are, yeah. but also marketing yourself good enough to know, you know, when people see you, they affiliate that with yeah. you. Yeah. No, no, it, it's there. And I, and I think again, this is where you find you. this fine line yeah. of ego and social media. And yep. this is what it's coming. And, and look, man, I want to talk about, you know, let's talk about the jet, right? Because, the jet, which I'm selling, which which hopefully will be closed November 1st. I'm going to take my last trip in the jet as, as an owner this weekend, which will be good. I have to go to a wedding. But here's the deal with the jet. I always came on and made it very clear that to me, the jet was nothing more than investment. an investment. Yep. That's all it was. That's all <clears throat> it ever was. Now, my partner in the jet used the jet admittedly for very different reasons. That was his flex through all of his social media to try to drive eyeballs and attention to his auxiliaries that make money. Right. It was a marketing tool for him. But the problem was, I actually, that worked against me. So like, I thought I could just like get this and be like, oh, it's an investment and this is what we do and this is what makes money and this and that. But the reality was the way that he was flexing so hard with that jet was coming back at me. Right. Like I never was the guy rolling in front of it being like, what's up everybody? I'm on my jet. I'm, I was never, I never did that. I mean, I sometimes was, but. Yeah, no, right, exactly. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, and there's, and here's, out on but, that. Here's the, but here's the, but here's the point, here's the point. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him doing that for his audience. Right. He knows his brand. He knows right. what he's, he, for he knows his, his audience. Yeah, for for sure. my audience, that shit was toxic. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because then I became to my entire community of all of the people that depend on us. Because you know, being in the real estate business is such a is such a tough deal because when you get too successful everybody immediately wants to be, you know, like, well, how much money is he taking from these people? Not understanding right. that anymore, the majority of my income doesn't even come from real estate what we do anymore yeah, at all, at all. But it, that was such a hard thing for me because it made it really hard for me to stay grounded with that asset. So sometimes the pun the, intended, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the point of it is, here's the point of it. The point of it is sometimes you've got to be careful with the way that you associate Mm-hmm. That's because a really good point. if somebody else is 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 to the moon and you're associated there all of a sudden it's like you're an asshole too that's funny you mentioned that because i think when you there's a double edge to that when mm-hmm. you say be careful of who who what the messages of the people you're associated with mm-hmm. but also know what your message is being viewed as yes your own message right like you could be out there let's say that would have been great for you and you're out here being humble about it and mm-hmm. so it's not doing anything, but let's say the message would have been well taken if you had have been out there flexing or whatever, then you should be doing it. Yeah. You know, but, well, but well, it, the no inverse right is true. But it's based, it it's like based Grant, on the audience. Grant it's based Cardone, on your right? audience. Yeah. You know, I knew I knew my audience. I yeah. knew the audience would, would, would be would repel that. If there's some austerity in your audience, if there's people that are like, Hey, wait a minute, I'm looking for a, a deep value thing. You know, I don't like planes because they're a waste of money, blah, blah, blah. If people see that they'll associate it in, you know, for whatever reason. Well, I think part of that issue is you look at all of everybody's talking about, everybody's always talking about leveling up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up my network, level up my, my volume, level up this. And you got to remember if, if leveling up involves you estranging your yes. entire previous network, it, it needs to be a ladder you can climb up and down. Not one you, light on fire and you're trying to get away from the fire that's like um the the jennifer garners and jennifer aniston's of the world yeah these actresses relatable people want to because people look at them and go that's somebody that i can yeah. see existing yeah right that's walking down the street yeah. with your kid in one arm pushing a shopping cart exactly so that's it's it. relatable you the minute relatable. you start going to galas and slapping waiters or whatever <laughs> i'm just leveling up here people oh, one day one day one day connell we'll be there one day buddy we'll be there but no i you, you've got to be careful about that about letting your reputation and your image get dragged down by, by other people. Now, again, I say dragged down, I it dragged in a different direction than you need yeah. to go to. So any like, advice for Joe Biden hanging around with that Hunter Biden guy? Holy smokes. Did you guys see? Okay. I got two you, words for you. Jesus. Made, made in America. America. <laughs> two words for you. Made in America. I had to okay. give that one to you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, here's, okay. Listen, can't always it's, be just, <laughs> it's, it's getting to the point now. Uh, no, I can make this political, but bro, it's not funny. It, it's so, oh, it's not. I, I told it's, somebody that this it's morning. So it's it, it's, I don't laugh it's anymore. Like Andrew Schultz said, he goes, say what you want about Trump, but that guy was funny. Like yeah. every day yeah. now your text messages, well, chats are just dead. Cause there's yeah. really very little to talk about. It's just sad, dude. I you mean, the, the, the guy right. literally can barely string together a thought or sentence. I, how are they going to put him on a debate stage against against any? My Anybody. my kid could get up there and demolish him in a debate. I'm I'm all for age limit. Holy smokes! I don't think it's that take off. Like the it's difference sad. between Bush. I mean, it's like I feel like it's almost like when you take when you take Grandpa and Grandma's keys away. I feel yeah, like somebody needs to take them. the button back from from Biden yeah. here. We need nah, to have a, I, I, need to have a talk. Trump is I'm not saying he's the guy either. That's not both. Those are the options. Is dudes yeah, that, that I don't I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that'll be the options. They they had been members. They've been getting the dollar ninety nine Red Robin for the last like twenty years. I don't I don't I don't I don't think so. What do what do what do you what do you want to bet i'm not saying who's gonna be the ticket but that will not be the tickets i hope not i don't think that'll be the ticket for yeah, the party either no, there's zero it, chance that'll be the ticket for either party bad decision for both yeah, pretty, they're, pretty. they're gonna they're gonna take grampy's keys away and, and one of them might need keys for a cell i don't know yeah. we'll see Who knows? no no I, I there's so much noise in politics at the end of the day this is when you talk about staying centered talk about america not having any center Talk about, yeah. talk about, no, you want to talk about being centered, right? Yeah. 
what's the unifying message in America now? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about having a unified message for yourself. If everybody did that, I think we'd all be better off. If you clean up your own backyard first, right? This whole planet right. would be clean. sure. But um, that's something that drags people, I think, to and fro as well, right? Having a lack of a central message, especially in something like your own country. Yeah, I know a lot of places are divided. I'm not trying to be overly grand in your in your you know sort of theme for the day, but think about not everybody is even remotely on the same side anymore of any issue. It never, it never will be. It never it never will be because social media gives everybody an opinion. Yeah, and everybody has to have an opinion on everything. So how hard is it to be centered if your own if if major political parties and billionaires and donors can't find it? <laughs> well, well, it, well I, I agree, and I and I think here is you know from Ryan Holiday's book. This is something I saw that I really liked, um, which is which is why and I'm gonna kind of let me find the I think that's let me find what, the section of what he why talked you about. Won't see it in center. Like, look how extreme everybody is on social media with everything, with their flex, with their whatever. Here's the good news, though. I don't think everybody's actually that extreme. I don't think most people are very polarized. I don't either, Mm -hmm. but they go after that, right? Because what are they going to do? Offend us? I got it. Ryan Holiday talks about in his book the best way to control your ego because all of this is really ego driven. It really is. All, all of the divisiveness, all of everything, the need to be right, the need to have an opinion, the need to be seen, the need to be recognized. This is probably the number one way, if you're wondering how to control ego, and I love this from Ryan, he talks about the best thing you could do to control your ego is become a student. Yeah. Because, and, and I think about this, and this is so true in what we do in real estate, because you have people that have been doing this for 15 years, 10 years, five years, whatever it is that make a really good living that stop learning anything because they make a ton of money doing this. They know everything they need to do about how to do this job. So they must be good and everything. And so their ego gets artificially inflated like crazy because they don't learn because here's what happens when you start to learn something new. You realize I don't know anything. As long as you don't suffer from Dunning Kruger. Yeah, exactly. But (laughs) but, shout out here to Marty Koshman, a former vice president of Control X, a company my um, former family ran and very successful development. We'll give Marty the horn. Here you go, Marty. Marty Marty Koshman. (laughs) There you go. Marty gets the horn. Enjoy that lawsuit against my former (laughs) mother-in-law. Anyway, (laughs) currently (laughs) happening. but he said to me one time, this guy, Len, and I'm not going to bleep names because they, they can come find me. Um, Len would always be like, I have 20 years experience in this business, and this is how you do it. I got 20 years experience, and Marty pulls me over. He goes, that guy has at most one year of experience. He's just done it 20 times. 20 yeah. Times, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's never learned a nickel's worth of difference between day 31 and day yep. 3001. Yeah. He goes, that guy is not, does not have 20 years experience mm-hmm. when every day is the exact same. If, if you wore the a same black suit and black tie every single day, you don't have 20 years of fashion yeah. experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so that always stuck with me. It's like, are you actually experienced or are you just doing the same thing over and over? Well, I think a, a good barometer for you to know how, how knowledgeable you are is start teaching somebody else what you know. <laughs> Yeah. Like right now, this process that I'm doing where I've basically committed to 90 days, 75 to 90 days, I'm not exactly sure how long it's going to be, of every single day, I'm churning out, you know, somewhere between a 10 and 20 minute long video for my students. 
every day. And there are days when I'm up till one o'clock in the morning, studying, learning, reading, trying to figure out exactly what I want to teach them. Cause if I'm going to talk about a subject, I'm not just going to go from the knowledge right, I right. currently have. Right. I want to make sure I'm giving them the best knowledge I can find sure. and just being a, you know, consolidating that and let it run through me. So you really want to know what you know? You want, you want to check your ego a little bit, commit to teaching somebody what you know. And yeah. all of a sudden you're like, holy right. shit, <laughs> maybe I need to learn a little more about a lot of things. Yeah. Or maybe just cause I used to know it doesn't mean I still do. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent with that too. hundred percent. Um, if you want to learn, if you want to be a humbled as a student, do a martial art. If you want to be humbled as a student, I almost made it without sports. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's philosophy. It's okay. life, you know, All right. martial arts, jujitsu, especially, right. It's very complicated puzzle solving, right? So when you go in there thinking you're tough or strong or whatever, and somebody half your size, right, who's just wearing a different color belt than you, mm -hmm. pretzels you up, yeah, and you're physically helpless, that's humbling. That is a, for, a for, wonderful for, shot. For, for the record, I would like to quote our good friend Cam, who said, I was pitched jujitsu as a puzzle-solving thinking man's game, <laughs> oh, yeah. and instead what I got was a giant sweaty man laying on me <laughs> for an hour. Pretty accurate. Yeah. And apparently he said he paid double for it next yeah. time. So it very, apparently it was good, whatever it was. So <laughs> shout out to Cam. <laughs> but it is, that is true. Good right? for him for coming good. and being yeah, a good, good sport. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he let me pretzel him up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think acknowledging what you don't know, right? Like I, I heard somebody go, um, uh, success is transferable. You can transfer it to other stuff if you acknowledge you what you don't know. 100%. Yeah. So if you go into another industry and sit there and pretend like you know everything in that industry, your success will not transfer over to that industry. And that's why you can go, I, I mean, John, you know, toot your horn for you, but mm -hmm. I know when John and them started opening them title companies, first thing he's doing is getting the best title lawyer in the country on the phone. He's getting the best person. I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm okay at yeah. it. I'm shout not. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to shout Mark Sturbcow. Yeah. Give him a shout out on that. Oh, it's uh, a wrong there. one. Wrong though, one but, it's Halloween yeah. season, John. No, I like that. But, but I found the best, I found the best RESPA attorney in the country. That's who I wanted to talk yeah. to because if I have an issue, that's who I want to roll into court for me. Yeah, of course. Cause he knows all these people. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, we've been talking about staying centered by your ego. And I think a lot of it is not letting your ego get you too high. Mm -hmm. But and I think but I, but I, it we, that's it. We got to talk about the other end of the spectrum, which is letting you get too low. I feel like and, and here's the a weird, month ago I came to that did you? conclusion you that got? I've let my ego get way too low. Well, but here's the thing, though. The same thing that's driving you high when you're high is driving you low when you're low. For example, you look at people that fail at anything business, sports, tests, whatever it may be, if you fail at something, if you are immediately of the opinion that this could have been me, oh my God, it had to be the world going against me, it will crush you so much lower. If you can take the ego out of it, because that's expectation. Yeah, and, and yeah. analyze yeah. exactly why things went wrong. You will learn from it and come back stronger, and it doesn't hurt you. Expectation is the thief of joy. Yes. Right. Comparison yeah. and expectation are the thieves of joy. 100%. So when you when your ego says, no, I can't fail at this. I'm really good at this other thing, mm. right? That's what's dragging you down. It's pure ego. Mm. Um, your ego should be there to pop you up, though, and be like, yeah. no, no, you you know you can do this. You just need to yeah. work harder. That's healthy ego. Yeah. I think we talked yeah. about that last We did. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. But, but again, like there's things that you just learn with experience and age. You just get older and understand this. And, and one of my favorite stoke philosophies about ego is for example you know a, a fool an ego an ego an egotistical fool thinks when someone else 
harms and insults them, they're harming them. A wise man understands they're harming themselves. Sure. And I look back at, you know, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that, that really, you know, I struggle with hard was when I was in, you know, again, I, you know, I came by this honestly, <laughs> I can say I didn't, but maybe, maybe somewhat honestly, somewhat not. So when I was in eighth grade, call it, uh, you know, you have that mob mentality with all your buddies and we're, we're in the locker room one day and we're all, we're all ganging up on this kid and, uh, this kid's names, you know, Chris was this kid's name and, uh, you know, and we're, everybody's making fun of him and revving pretty good. And, uh, all of a sudden Chris turns around and of the sea of people giving him shit looks right at me and goes, fuck you. Yeah. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll whoop your ass right, right now. now. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And it, and it, and I, it, it scared me. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was like, holy shit. Cause this is not like a little dude. This is not like a little wimpy kid. Right, right. And I was like, it was the big kid that enough people all of a sudden it was like, we can all take down the giant, but alone <laughs> I am not traveling. Well, so anyway, you know, dude, I was like, holy shit. So this dude now starts like stalking me and I'm like, okay. So I ducked him a little bit. Now I ended up making peace with that kid pretty quick, but here's the problem. There was another kid. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. No, nope, another Bailey kid. No, 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 no. There was another. There was another kid. In uh, his name was Chad. It was in our grade. That began to think it was funny because of that occurrence. That every time I walked amongst everybody, or I got before school at lunch, what? everything else. Yeah. No, he would start. I smell chicken. Buk, 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 and did that relentlessly at me to the point where. I like, I, I, I was banned. I was exiled, man. I was banished. I would go to school and just go stand right by my homeroom door and didn't want to see anybody. I'm sat by myself and it fucked me up, man. As some kid that got picked as a kid that yeah, got picked on, I, I love picked that on. story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a great story when it's well, like it's the, 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 the opposite, opposite right? Yeah, yeah. Cause that's one of those things. You don't know what those kids like kids yeah. are fucking. Well, yeah. well I, I made peace with the Chris yeah, kid yeah, pretty yeah. quick, but the yeah. Chad kid did fucking just stay on me. Like, and this was supposed to be one of my friends that just thought this was cute. And I, and dude, I got ostracized for that. Shit. It's like Cobra Kai. It fucked me up. Right, right, yeah. Cobra did. Kai season. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it did. It mentally, it mentally screwed with me for a long time. And it's like, you don't know what your actions do, but if I was, I wish, you know, I had stoicism then because I would have realized that this kid probably who wasn't exactly the most popular guy, this Chad yeah, guy, sure. you know, he was fringe hanger honor of the group that became his ticket. But then Same you, but what you have to do at that point is then you got to punch pop that guy. in the mouth. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, and honestly, and honestly, mouth. in retrospect, I wish I would have, and I didn't, and I don't know why I didn't shout out the to very, the, the, the very next time it happened to me and somebody called me out and wanted to play that game with me. I did, I did go right at him. I got a fun story. I had, uh, I had this guy try to pick a fight with me. He had four of his friends with him mm-hmm. and I was in the school and, and whatever it, it dissipated, you know, there was a teacher there, break right, it up, right, whatever. Right. My dad was of the mentality of, if you ask me to stop, I'm not going to ask why. So I, we got in the car. Dad was driving me home from school, ninth grade. I said, Dad, dad stop the car. I saw the guy by himself. Yeah, stop. I said, Dad, stop the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just pulls over. I get out. I start running at the kid. I'm like, right fucking now. Eyes this big. I got you over. now. Yeah, I got right you now. alone. One on one. Let's go. I got you alone, tough guy. You have four of your friends with you. I got yeah. you alone. The guy turns around and starts running away, going, I'm not going to fight you without my friends there. <laughs> I never heard a peep from that guy yeah. again because at that point, that's when his ego goes, I guarantee oh, shit, you. Yeah. Because he has to now know what he did. Because if you got all your buddies there, you're not necessarily confronted. A thousand percent. He had no one there to help him. Yeah. 
but he had no one psychologically as, to give him buffer. As Tony from from yeah. Die Hard says, "No one is going no one to help is. you." <laughs> That's it. That's, said. that's one you, especially like if you let your ego go, like, eh, let, let somebody yeah. fuck with me, right? Like, I don't care. It's not really getting to me. Yeah. Sometimes you don't realize that is harming you as an outsider looking in, right? Mm -hmm. If people sit there and watch somebody keep messing with you, they're like, now I can put one over. And that can transfer into work. Well, that can transfer into everything. So sometimes, sometimes you got to have a little ego and a little bit of pop in the mouth. Well, I think, well, well he, here, here's the thing now, and, and again, yeah. I, now, based based like, on what we do now, even now, you know, there are certain people in see that, that think they like to take shots at, at me from time to time, which I think is funny. And, uh, I just, I used to, you know, 10 years ago, I would engage with, I get so mad. I'd be like, Oh, this fucking guy's talking shit. Blah, blah, blah. Now I just find it comical. I, I it's literally yeah. comical. There, there, there's times that there's a lot of times you let that stuff fly. Cause it's so yeah, stupid, I do. but if someone's trying to really step on you as a business person, oh sure, then I would. It's yeah, kind of like them. sometimes I go forty-eight laws yeah. of power on. No, and that's it, right? Like, <laughs> there's so many times that uh, there was a perfect example. Business guy I knew he would take lawsuits and make them super publicly about it. And I go, why do you do that? He goes, because I settle all these other ones just because it's easier, mm -hmm. even though we're the right way. But I need to instill fear on these idiots that so every once in a while i'll take one and i'll make it super public yeah. about it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i wonder if i should do that just really start start blowing something out of proportion it's like that christopher right? walken speech where you know the, the lion he lays there the jackals are nipping at him and every now and again he's got to get up and tear the shit out of everybody to remind him he's the lion <laughs> you know what i mean that's and, uh, the terrible christopher walken imitation but no but but that's that's kind of how it is but mm. but you know i'm telling you that's why I love this book and I love checking your ego and really being smart about it because for me, and again, you talk about the reason that stuff brushes off my, on my shoulder right, right. most of the time and I could care less and I laugh about it is because the, since I got my ego in check, since I really kind of put it in the, in the rear view to what it is and understand not, don't get too high, don't get too low, just take things for how it is. Um, you know, man, my life has progressed in so many ways because there's things that I do now that I would not have done, you know, 10 years ago. I would never have asked anybody for help. I would have never said, hey, you know how to do something. I don't know. Teach me. Sure. Because my ego was like, man, well, they, they probably think I should already know how to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, it yeah. It was 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It was ego driven. You know, you look at the mastermind groups that I go to, which, okay, can I say something else real quick about masterminds? Holy shit. I got to say this. Every other day, I open my damn email now, and it says, there's the mastermind. It's so-and-so for realtors about this. Now. Okay. That's a fucking meeting, yeah. all right? There's a meetup. It is a, it is a seminar. Yeah. A mastermind, by definition, is when you go to an event and you get to work with other like-minded people to solve problems where you are helping them, they are helping you. There is an open back and forth discussion. That is a mastermind. And they all know what they're yeah. doing. If you go and sit in an audience and watch, if you watch somebody talk from a stage, that's a seminar. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, sorry, that's a pet peeve. Of no, just, that's true. Get, get the damn words right. It drives me crazy. But, no, but some of the actual masterminds I go to, sure. these are high level people. And when you see these high level people, just check their ego at the door and like, oh my God, how do you do that? How hard was it for the first time we walked into that furry convention? We've been both talking about <laughs> Right. Yeah. It was, it was a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's face it. When's the last time they've seen two six five pandas walking in a room? Uh, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. I didn't know what that was until like six yeah, months usually ago. Yes, pan, you did. You no, know, I really did. Yes, you did. I really did. did. I didn't That's know what it was. In, insert panda mating joke. 
Let's see if there, let's say, say it. There has to be at least one panda, panda joke mating. No, I really didn't until I saw somebody sent me like a funny meme, and I'm like, "What is fine?" Yeah, I mean, hey, live your life, you know, <laughs> whatever. Live your best life. But I like uh, how you didn't respond. I'm to my gonna read one the first. I'm gonna read the first one. I'm gonna, read the, I'm gonna literally read the first <laughs> one I found. Too bad. I you said two six five pandas. I was like, "There's says, a joke in here somewhere." No, it says a horse, a panda, and a duck walk into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, "What is this? Some kind of a joke?" <laughs> That's it. Never mind. That's, <laughs> that was it. Not too many panda jokes. So not too many there. panda jokes. It'll make them. Dad, See, it look, there's an idea for a hustle. You got to if you come, you can become the panda joke king. There's oh, a lot man. of there's a lot of room in that space. Apparently, yeah. a lot of space <laughs> here to make room. things happen. <laughs> well, guys, if you uh, if you enjoyed today's podcast and you, you like talking about that, I mean, look, self analyzation is always better. I always one of the, one of the, my famous lines that I did say on the apprentice was you need to stop pointing the finger and start pulling the thumb. Um, I promise you a lot of your issues about high, low, where you are probably starting right within yourself. Um, dude, if you have trouble for something, ask for help. If you want to learn something, open a book, um, constantly strive to get better. We're all on this path together, man. We're trying to get better every day where you run into a problem is where you stop trying to get better. You know all this information that's free too. Oh, it's everywhere. It's like how many Do you watch TV shows anymore? Like I throw on documentaries of business people. I, I don't even watch. I never really did. Like somebody was saying, "Oh, you know that episode of Friends." I'm like, I. I don't yeah, watch. Yeah, my thing. I don't know. I, I honestly didn't. I, I would watch a lot of stuff that I'm interested in, but it's you know typically more long form or podcasts and yeah. business or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that Ryan Holiday podcast is wonderful. Yeah. Daily Stoic is lovely. You know, you know what I'm telling you though? I, you know, cause on the treadmill, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm on the treadmill, I watch a series. I, 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 I look for business lessons in Narcos, Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you and Colt, yeah, you see, you're you learning a lot from Colt. Can't, the yeah, student you can't, you can't trust powers. anybody. It's what you got it. You got to take them but out you know what it, take you out. I mean, yeah, it, that kind of stuff. I'm telling you not on a, a level, right? But it is so fucking true in business yeah i, I mean can, what's the one about the today show that's not the today show morning show right yeah you watch how he does something bad they all just bam nope yep. you're not taking my paycheck and that's why i tell yeah. you like your fraternity thing perfect example when you think that everybody's going to go down with you they're not look at if all three of us got in trouble you well, know, everybody's going always, to be like, "Hey, no, but I no reason for all three. Like, I'm the attorney, so yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah, yeah. Oh, I've learned, to, I've learned to be able to. Yeah, at least sorry, Colt. He's the first. He's the first one. He's the first sorry, one in the, the lifeboat. Yeah. Guess what? Forty-eight <laughs> laws of power, John. <laughs> I've been holding. I've been. I've been studying this for uh, oh, six years. I got yeah. all yeah. my black. So with that, on that note, we will see next week for the power move with Colt Abaddon. Does a hostile takeover of the said podcast? I'm the captain. Yes. Look at me. I am the captain now. All right, guys. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like, uh, share. If you're listening to us on your uh, podcast device, give us four stars. Make sure you click that you want to get notified when the new podcast comes up. Subscribe, do all that stuff. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, If you're going to move, keep moving forward. See you next week. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.